Welcome to Pros and Cons, a show about random topics. I'm Kev. And I'm Jack. So let's get started for this week. Let's talk about cursing. Fuck. (laughs) It's a good topic right there. Yeah, I mean, off the bat, you know, we're looking at pros and cons. Mm -hmm. I would say that with this particular topic, context is so important. Yeah, crucial. (laughs) (laughs) Like who you're around... If you're at home, at work, it can really make or break the use of the curse. The curse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe we should start off with that off the bat. How do you refer to it? Cursing? Cussing? <laughs> if you're a weirdo? Um, cussing is like some Midwestern. <laughs> I don't know. And that's not an insult. It's just... Hey, real quick though, shout out to the homie Cody, who's the one that kind of brought this conversation up and i believe we refer to it as cussing boys a born and raised uh, orange county boy <laughs> i believe he must be watching some <laughs> tv shows or something like king of the hill or something <laughs> um, but yeah he brought that up and it's weird because a lot of people do refer to it as cussing i've always said curse some people say swear which is another right. form that I don't know. If you say swearing, then you're like a disciple of God and you're in church every day. I don't know. But even if you say cussing, though, I feel like that's already kind of showing you, for the most part, what kind of person you are in terms of how much you curse. Like you're more skeptical. That's true. It's like if you say curse, you probably do it every now and then or probably even often. If you say cuss... You could throw a shit or F-bomb every now and then. If you say swear, you have like a jar where you put a dollar every time you swear or something. I guess I'll ask you, uh, what kind of household did you grow up in? Did you guys curse? And what terminology did you guys use? (laughs) If it ever came up. (laughs) I would say it never really came up. Hmm. And the cursing that would happen would be on the road (laughs) when... New York City traffic happened, and my parents would not be pleased with other drivers. (laughs) (laughs) So that was, like, the main usage, I remember. What about you? Oh, yeah, that for sure. Like, I feel like a car is one of those places where you can... Let them fly. Yeah, you can let them fly. Like, (laughs) your car has heard everything, every curse a human could possibly say. A car has probably heard it. But... In my household, I mean, again, Spanish household, so I don't even know <laughs> if my mom knows how to say curse. Right. I think well, she would say, like, like, oh, don't say bad words, because, you know, English isn't their first language. My dad probably, but, yeah, there was for sure cursing in my house. Like, coño, which is, like, the equivalent to shit, is, like, top. Yeah. Top of the charts. That's, like, a number one in the household, which isn't crazy, you know, it's kind of, like... I mean, it's also, like, the basic... Spanish curse that you learn in New York City public school. No, yeah, it's used by Dominicans, Puerto Ricans, I'm sure other countries. Um, But yeah, that was for sure. But my mom or dad would not be afraid to let, you know, F-bomb or... Yeah, I would say like F-bombs in English. In Spanish, maybe they go a little bit harder, but I wouldn't say they they went too hard. Or none of them crazy like combos, you know what I mean? Like, Yeah. I don't even want to try right now. They throw it out there, but... I wouldn't say it was, like, a a good thing if you did it either. Like, I think it's one of those things where, like, yeah, they can say it, but if I were to say it, 
I get the look. <laughs> and like, oh, you better watch out. Don't say that again because you might catch a little slap in the head if you do that. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was for sure part of the family. Yeah. I mean, I would say that I feel like it also doesn't come up as naturally when you're around your parents mm -hmm. as it does around your friends. Maybe if you have siblings and you're like talking with your brother mm. or something. Right, right. But speaking from an only child perspective, I don't think it comes up in the same way, you know? Yeah. It's one of those things where like, I feel like I've always kind of done it. There's actually like a story. It just popped into my head. My grandma always says about me. They were having like some prayers or something at like my house when I was a kid. I want to say like two or three. And supposedly, like, I was asleep, and I, like, fell from the bed. <laughs> like, I rolled off of it as, like, a two- or three-year-old. And then, like, I walked to the living room where they were having the <laughs> gathering. <laughs> and I came, like, holding my elbow, saying, like, Konya, 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 Konya. <laughs> and that she was so fucking embarrassed that, oh, like, yeah. I kept saying, and they were like, oh, stop, like, shh, you'll be okay. And I was just, like, crying, like, Konya, ow, ow, Konya, Konya. <laughs> um, oh, my God. And yeah, I would say like, you know, early ages, maybe like middle school. It was one of those things where like I for sure did it all the time. But yeah, when I was around my parents, I kept it at a minimum. After like high school and college, I started to become more comfortable doing it in front of them. <laughs> Even though I know they kind of don't like it, but it was kind of like, oh, this is how I speak. Right. Like how I express myself. So just kind of like deal with it. And again, like I'm not dropping like. Well, yeah, and you're using Crazy it ones, more, but, like, casually. Right, but, yeah, like, I guess I'm not afraid to drop, like, shit or F-bombs, like, around my parents now. But I think it is how you use it, too. Right. Like, if you were yelling at the TV, like, oh, this fucking asshole. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. they'd look at you a little differently than if you just, like, drop something and you're like, oh, shit. Yeah. Or the Yankees lose a game right, and right, you're right. like, oh, fuck. And it's one of those things where, like, I guess the more comfortable I've gotten with it, I could kind of see my parents getting comfortable using it around me too. Because I would say, like, my dad probably kind of uses it too if the situation's right, like you just said. Yeah. Like, he's not afraid to drop. A mom, if someone cuts in front of him, I mean, that's in a car again. That's out right. the window. But <laughs> let's say if he, like, sees something he doesn't like or, yeah, we're watching a game, like, he's not afraid to do it. But maybe now we can use this to transition into the situation, right? Yeah. And the place and the people you're surrounded by. Right. And I think that matters more as you get older. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, when you're elementary, middle, high school, mm -hmm. you're pretty much either in school or with your friends out of school where it's being used or mm -hmm. you're at home. And we've already kind of talked about that. Mm -hmm. But when you get out of school, there's a whole lot of other layers because <laughs> for most jobs, it's not something you'll use. Right. At least out in the open. Right, right. Maybe among your coworkers, but And not... for sure, probably not at the workplace. Right. I'm sure there are situations or times where like you can meet your coworkers, possibly even your boss after work um, to eat, to have a beer if you... <laughs> Have yeah. that sort of relationship with your boss or maybe just a barbecue or cookout or something right. and you can get comfortable like that. But yeah, it's very rarely that you can use this in a place of work. Um, Especially with a certain kind of 
job. Right. Or really most jobs. Right. There are only a few, like for some reason, athletes jump to mind where it's obviously more understandable and loose. Yeah, them boys are potty mouths. <laughs> <laughs> but I think if you're in a more informal place, like if you work advice or something, you know, mm. even there, I don't know. It depends, I guess, to a degree. Yeah, that's true. So I guess like the most formal place of work I've seen is where like my father works. Mm-hmm. Um, not that I'll give out that info, but let's say he works in a place where there's a lot of suits, you know? Right, exactly. And people dress like that. Yeah, picture suits or cubicles. Right, yeah, like cubicles, that. building in downtown Manhattan, midtown right. Manhattan. His boss was not afraid to drop <laughs> anything, you know, that dude. But if you're wild. the boss, the yeah. cards change. No, yeah, but it was different. They also would, like, all go drink together. So there was, like, a friendship yeah. in between, and they kind of, like, saw right. each other as not only coworkers, but also, like, friends or boys. And I guess the females, too, like... They're out here too. It's not. It's one of those things where, like, <laughs> traditionally, men are the ones seen as like you know the foul mouth, foul mouth, vulgar. Yeah, like they don't care. But yeah. females are out here now. You know, it's 2019. They're coming <laughs> out, which I'm completely fine with. But yeah, let me ask you: uh, Have you ever said like anything with profanity? Not necessarily even like a curse word in front of your boss, or previous bosses or not not that i can remember i mean it just doesn't like i said with your parents it doesn't Mm. flow out in the same way Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and i feel like i mainly use it around friends Mm. my age you know it's so like naturally ingrained in my vocabulary that i have to like constantly make sure i'm not saying it when i'm at work right (laughs) and i work uh, in the restaurant industry so we have like customers so you gotta really yeah be careful because the bosses don't really like the customers to hear you like right saying shit like that you represent the establishment yeah, exactly um but i'm completely comfortable with cursing in front of my boss yeah. <laughs> like when we're nowhere near any customers or right even outside of work i was like met with friends and all that that shit just comes out and it's understandable because you know there's the weird like boys being boys aspect to it yeah but for sure like it's one of those things where at work you gotta cut it out i mean in terms of how it's used to people look at it super negatively but it can also Mm. be a good way to like you said express yourself Mm. and how you talk and sometimes let loose anger or just certain feelings for me it also like if you're cursing around me, means whether, you're comfortable. Yeah, like whether you're doing it because of frustration or literally just how you speak, it makes me comfortable. Like, yeah. you feel good around me that you're okay. You're not being fake. Always thought it was the coolest shit when like a teacher would curse because like, oh shit, like yeah, yeah, he's yeah. not worried about getting in trouble. Right. Thing like he's he's a cool teacher. Like he's being real. Like yeah. It's genuine. Same thing with, like, a boss or something. Like, right. You curse, like, we're eye to eye. You're making me feel, like... Yeah, there's, like, a relatability. Yeah, exactly. Too. Where I feel like most of the time people try not to do it because, hey, professional, blah, blah, blah. Right. But then it makes our interaction feel, like, fake or, you know, like... 
I don't know. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, for sure, like if you're cursing around me, it makes me feel like a little closer to you or like you're comfortable around me and it makes me want to be more comfortable around you and shit like that. So And even, you know, you're talking more one-on-one interactions, mm-hmm. but let's say you're looking at media, for example. Mm. We've talked about Jesus and Miro before, right? Mm-hmm. And they let them fly on their show <sighs> and their podcast. Like they curse all the time. And I think it does have that added layer, especially now that they're on Showtime. Not that Showtime censors you, Mm -hmm. and they were on Viceland before, and not Mm -hmm. that Viceland censors you either, Mm -hmm. but there is something with like, oh, wow, they're on a big network, and they're still cursing away and talking how they talk. Oh, yeah. And it feels real. Like, it's so different. (laughs) And maybe it only feels special. Because they're the only ones doing that. I don't know that it would be as normal if, like, everyone was doing it. Like, it wouldn't be as cool or whatever. Yeah. Um, it kind of makes them stand out, which is one of their good things and what's appealing to them. But good thing you brought that up because I guess it's a good question. Like, on shows like Sports Center or all the late night shows with, like Jimmy Kimmel and Jimmy Fallon and all that. And they're obviously clean and family friendly family friendly even though they're like at fucking midnight (laughs) but do you wish or would you like them to open up a little bit more when it comes to like language or you like it just how it is i think there is a balance because like you said not everyone wants to hear that Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. even though for example like those late night shows are late at night they're still trying to appeal to a super wide audience. Mm-hmm. And if they were cursing all the time, a lot of them would be turned off. Right. Where I think it should change is that there needs to be more of a mix of shows like mm-hmm. Jesus and Miro in that. And like with SportsCenter, maybe not SportsCenter itself, although they do need to kind of do something to change up. But mm-hmm. maybe there's another show that's more in the Jesus and Mero type vein, mm-hmm. but focused on sports alone. Or, you right. Know. No, yeah, like the option being there would be right. great. And especially nowadays where there's all these little niche options mm-hmm. between streaming platforms and everything, like there's content for everyone. You mm-hmm. don't have to just pick one, so have the mix. Right. No, yeah, I completely agree. You know, while it's also a preference thing in terms of the viewer, sometimes cursing can also limit, you know, who you expand to, kind of like what we were saying. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So it it is an option in terms of it potentially limiting you, but it could also potentially boost you. So it's like a risk you have to take. How do you feel about like people going extra hard at like sporting events? Like, you're there with your little brother, your cousin, your possible son or daughter. Someone's like, yo, fuck you, Aaron Judge. (laughs) Are you okay with that? It's part of the game. Are you going to, like, call the staff, try to get the guy moved? (laughs) Are you going to try to move yourself to, like, a seat you don't have? I feel like it's par for the course. You know what I mean? You go to a game like that, especially, say, it's a Yankees-Red Sox game. It's like, come on. I feel like I remember going to sporting events, especially when I was younger and hearing that. Right. And you're just kind of like, oh, yeah, you know, these people are wilding out. 
Yeah. And it's just normal for this. Yeah. And I guess, like, in sporting events, like, I know baseball for sure because it's, like, the game I like to watch and go to the most. But yeah, you also kind of know within, like, the area you're sitting, like, what you're going to get. Right. <laughs> so I don't know if you want to take your four-year-old son to, to like, the bleacher, the bleacher creature yeah. area. You might want to get some, some better seats. But, yeah. No, yeah, that is true. Like, do agree. Like, it's part of the game. And I could only imagine, like, in football games where there's a lot of pre-gaming and tailgating and a lot of drinking even before the game starts where, like, it could get crazy. But, yeah, it's for sure part of it. What about in songs and music? It's a must. <laughs> Again, like, I believe it's one of the best ways to express yourself. And like, Yeah. Come on, music, like... It just goes hand in hand. Like you needed to express yourself in music, I believe. And I guess like in some you don't. Like if it's like an ultra beautiful love song, like you don't need it, but even then, you know, like I fucking love you, like that's just strong. Yeah. <laughs> um what about you? I pretty much grew up for the most part on hip hop. Mm-hmm. And it's just everywhere there. So mm-hmm. it's just normal to me to have it. Mm-hmm. And I think you can still have a good song without cursing, but mm-hmm. not like a clean version of a song. Like those are the worst. I'm talking about just if it happens to not have it. But yeah. That's like one of the biggest cons on this episode. It's like, it'll stop making clean versions of 30 songs they're awful right (laughs) just don't play it i don't know like another pretty big factor of it i think we've talked about context but also how much you use it like how often Mm -hmm. you say it because if you're letting them fly all the time the power of each time you say it isn't going to be as impactful but if you say it less frequently Sometimes it can have more power to it, you know? No, yeah, like if you've never heard your dad curse and then all of a sudden you do something, he's like, what the fuck? Like, you yeah. know, it's real. Like, yeah. damn, I really got to him this time <laughs> or whatever. No, yeah, I completely agree. I mean, it can also be used in that way in terms of humor, too. Like you could make a joke or something you say really funny by sliding in the right curse word at the right time. No, that's true. You could become, like, a master of curse words. No, yeah, and become, like, super funny for no reason. <laughs> Just yeah. because you add, like, a little spice with a curse word in there. Yeah. And you can still be comedic, too, even if you use it a lot, if you use it in the right ways. Like, even in Wolf of Wall Street, they use fuck over 500 times. Mm. <laughs> and it just becomes, like, a running gag in the movie. Mm. And adds to the comedy because it's so often. No, yeah, for sure. That's a pretty good point. Oh, and one other thing, too. You know, we were talking about cussing, swearing, cursing. What do you think about people who say, F that? Mm. (laughs) Bro, it's like, do it or don't, you know? (laughs) So, yeah, either commit to cursing or just take it out of your vocab. Like, I don't want no F-bomb alternatives. We've pretty much covered, I think, most of the pros and cons. And I guess part of what we've got out of it and said from the beginning even Mm. is that we can pretty much agree it's a pro, but if you're in the wrong place with the wrong person, it can be a huge con. 
Yeah, it's very situational. Like, just make sure you're comfortable and you know where you are. Yeah. If you are in the right place, comfortable with the people you are, go ahead. Just curse away. Have a party. If not, be very careful because it could cost you a job. It could get someone very mad because you're cursing in front of their little baby. Or they just probably don't want to hear it and they'll give you a stank face. Yeah. Other than that, curse away, man. Yeah. It's better. Makes you feel better inside. And that wraps it up for this episode. This is Pros and Cons, a show part of the Cessable Network. I'm your host, Kev. And I'm Jack. Later.